Hello and welcome. It is, whoops, the microphone is dropping. It is Sunday, March 22nd, 2020, and you've just got Ray with you today. I decided that since we're all in isolation-ish, or at least social distancing, you shouldn't be really doing too much, that there should be an olive podcast um, just in the light of things, obviously Robin and I shouldn't really be getting together, but currently, awkwardly enough, I am in Victoria. I just thought we haven't had a podcast in a while since probably late February, almost a month. It's just been crazy. Um, Robin started a new job. Congrats to her. She moved. There's just lots of stuff going on in the air and I've just also been busy too. So I figure here we are, just me rambling on. Um, I'm going to try and not say um too much. I just figured I made a few points of things I wanted to mention just because it's such a weird time out there. And obviously, we're all struggling with this social, social distancing. What does it look like? How do we live our days like this? Are we working? Are we not? It's just kind of a weird thing. Um... Yeah, topical, it's strange. You have to spend so much time in line waiting for the grocery store out in Victoria. It's nuts. And coming out here, it's been amazing because we've been able to spend more time outside. So I've been going for long runs. Jay's been golfing, which seems a little bit maybe dicey because when I look out on the golf course, some people are spending some time away from each other, as in they're making space between each person, but others are traveling in packs of bros, and they are not social distancing at all. They're simply just enjoying the golf season, which I think is a little bit silly, because what are you doing? You can't really be standing in the same group and say, no, 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 we're outside. It's no big deal. It's kind of a big deal. I just read on the news this morning that BC is looking at being the next Italy because of how lack of social distancing they are. I also get scared because my brain's a psycho place. What if this is like the first beginning of a dystopia, like Handmaid's Tale, where the government eventually has to step in and say, bitches, stay in your homes, and then eventually we just become a completely controlled government situation, which I doubt is going to happen, but I'm just saying my crazy brain always goes there. Um, In other news, I figure this is probably a good time to suggest other things to do, like learn how to do crossword puzzles, take up literal puzzles, like building them, Lego, I don't know, whatever you can order to your house, I guess, at this point. Um, If you have any movies that you are watching, I'm curious to know. Um, I'm just trying to finish up Frozen 2. It is made for kids, but it's not a bad entertainment. If you need something to do for an hour and 45 minutes, I would suggest watching it. If you have a Disney Channel or wherever else it's playing, it just seems... Also, what the hell? There's so many subscriptions. When someone says, hey, watch this, it's like, okay, now I have to go get another entire subscription because I actually don't have Crave, HBO, Netflix, uh, Prime, whatever, Disney+. Plus. There's so many fucking things to listen to now or watch. Um, but if you do have Crave or HBO, I'm watching The Outsider. It's based on a Stephen King novel, and it's been a pretty entertaining watch. I think there are 10 episodes. If you're watching on Crave on a TV, be very cautious because episode 10 is actually at the top of the list. And unfortunately, it was first clicked on in our household, as in Jay and I watched about 30 minutes of the last episode being in full confusion of why 
what was happening was happening and now it makes sense because we're on episode seven and leading up to episode 10 which we've already seen fully falls into place now but watch that make sure you start an episode one so the whole season's not ruined because it's pretty good um and other news in sports how sad is it that everything is totally off like what the hell we're all on this weird quarantine thing which would be okay but now what the fuck there's literally nothing to watch on tv as most of you would know i'm not a huge uh, TV watcher, so it's odd that I even have something on the go, but I figure I might as well do something with my evenings if I'm just really bored of doing everything else. Uh, Tom Brady has left the Patriots. What the fuck? He says he's going to play until he's about 45. I want to say he's 42 now, and he's just signed on to the Buccaneers, Tampa Bay. That's crazy to me. I wonder, I don't, I haven't looked into it too much, but I'm just so sad that he's leaving the Patriots. He was such a long legend of Patriot everything. It's just Patriotism is Tom Brady and him and Bill Belichick, and now he's leaving the team. It's so sad. But other news of all of the sports, I'm pretty excited that, um, I don't know. I'd assume that in September or whenever the fuck all this stuff actually starts heading again, we're going to have so much sports to watch. It's going to be unreal. I, I wonder what the hockey players are doing. Are they still just training a ton? Because obviously the season's been on pause. I haven't really looked into it. Watching Sports Center has been a little bit uh, depressing at this moment because there's no news on updated games. It's just like going over that everything's been canceled and just talking about kind of old news, which is fine and all they have to talk about. So there's my Ray's little sports edition. It's really sad that everything is off and there's nothing to watch because I love watching sports and baseball's been delayed. PGA is off, hockey's off, everything is off except for football that doesn't even start until September, but I think spring training might have been delayed or something is what I heard, but either way, everybody's sad about the sports. Lock us indoors and then cancel everything we could ever dream about watching is the saddest thing in the whole world. Okay, let's see what else is there to talk about. Um, I figured that maybe we need to have a good read or something if you're interested in reading. Audible from Amazon does amazing read aloud books. Does that even make sense? Read aloud? As in somebody's reading them to you. So if you're not a good reader but you wouldn't let wouldn't mind having someone read you something, Audible's awesome. I'm currently listening to Stephen King's The Outside. No, The Outsider is what I'm watching on TV. I, th- I want to say it's called The Institution. It's about, uh, naturally, an old cop that's been let go from his whatever. And also about a kid with natural special abilities because that is just Stephen King's style. I am, let's say, 20-some chapters into the book. Again, it's just on Audible tape, so I'm just listening to it while I read. Sorry, while I read. Someone's reading it to me while I run, which has been awesome. Also, if you haven't been out for a run, maybe you should go do that. Find some path that's not like that's less traveled than most and just get outside even if it's a walk um I think that you need to make sure that you're keeping space between people and you 
So if you're on a busy path, maybe turn left and go some other direction because social distancing, just because you're out for a jog or a walk does not mean that passing by nicely is going to stop the spread of this disease. It's so strange because we obviously can't see the transmission, but it's obviously happening. And obviously this is how I've circled right back to it because it is such a concern. Wow, it is crazy spending eight minutes just talking by myself. I know I've done a podcast alone before, but this one just seems extremely long. But here we are anyways. So if you want to have a good read, I would suggest The Institution by Stephen King. I also have downloaded How to Win Friends and Influence People. I want to say that that's a book um, by Dale Carnegie, maybe? I'm trying to go to my library so I can actually tell you what I'm going to listen to, but yes, Dale Carnegie, and I'm positive I've heard about how to win friends and influence people about a thousand times, and I'm sure that most of you have actually even read it or gone to do his classes before, but I just think it's smart. If you know how to communicate with people, you'll be happy at where you can land yourself in life because all life is is really about knowing people or communicating with them. I also downloaded one called Carrington Comfort. It's a horror story that's 40 hours long. So if you like listening, that's probably a good one. I also, I listened to Frank McCourt's Angela's Ashes probably around December. It's read by Frank McCourt, who grew up in the Great Depression in Ireland. And it's about his woes of being a a poor child growing up there and it's not even woes it's just it's really literally his story of how he grew up and it was very interesting especially to be read by him so I also got Tiz by Frank McCourt and I want to say that it's kind of his second part of his life another life journey um that will be really good because I also really enjoy listening to him And then I also have another one. I'm just obsessed with reading and listening to reading, writing, all of that stuff. So getting it into my ears as much as I can is always what I like to do. Usually when I'm running, I'm not listening to so much music anymore, but I'm trying to get information in my head. Joe Rogan podcast is my favorite podcast of all time, besides, of course, my own podcast with Robin. Um, But we're just not as informative as Joe Rogan. So if you want to know about something, that's the guy to go to. He has all the leading experts of so many different areas that you should definitely check it out. He's had nutritionalists, long distance runners, bow hunters, guys who study wildlife, guys who study infectious diseases, very topical. He does people who are into nutrition and health and UFC. If you love fighting his UFC companions, awesome, because he goes over everything you can think about the fights. They tear down all of the strategic planning, talk about skills, different types of martial arts, what people are doing, what people are lacking, what people are doing to become champions. I love the fights. Besides baseball, I think fighting's my favorite <laughs> sport, which is kind of funny because baseball and fighting are so different from each other, but it's true. I love the fights so, 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 so much. If you haven't watched them, I'm sure you can find a lot of them on YouTube or go to SureDog.com. It's a great website to just catch up on all the fighting information. And I'm sure that you can just get the UFC fight pass and watch all of the fights. So if you're a little bit bored at home and you're wishing for a couple of 
beautiful fights to watch, I would definitely highly recommend subscribing to that one because it is worth your $8.99 or whatever the fuck you pay for it because it's a fight library of everything. All the Nate Diaz fights, all the Connor fights, everybody. I really like Max Griffin Payne. He is um, pretty good. He's like a so-so record, but I don't know why, but I cheer for him. And all of the fights are just on there, so that's awesome. I sound like an advertising agency because I'm just telling you what I like to do. Um, I also am reading this book called Little Fires Everywhere. It was given to me by a friend who read it before, and she really enjoyed it. So far, I'm um, three quarters done, and it's been a really good book. It's about a quiet suburb in, I don't know, where is it, Idaho or something? where not much happens and naturally the story goes on that something is going to happen. So it's a good one. I also am reading The Story of Psychology by Morton Hunt. It is a fascinating read. For most of you who don't know or do know, I love psychology, philosophy, all of that stuff kind of ties in line with all the yoga stuff that I like. And so I'm always trying to find something new to read or listen to that can give me this more information. So the story of psychology has been a very enlightening read. It's basically the history of where psychology even came from, which I'm finding fascinating. Can you imagine being in Greek times in the 18th century when nobody knows anything about why you're thinking the way you think? What you think about is even from your own brain because a lot of the times they thought that it was actually God speaking in their ear. So imagine you have a thought like, I also want to stop saying like, that's a bad tick of mine. Imagine you're craving a piece of cake and you imagine yourself having a bite of this cake. So you think, I guess I should have some cake because that's what I want to have. Well, in this time, before psychology even was kind of a thing, they would think that God's telling you to have a slice of cake. Isn't that crazy that your ma- your mind was not even your own? It was words from God coming into your ears to tell you exactly what to do. So turn left on the street. That's not you thinking this is the quickest way to get home. That's God telling you that's the way to go. So psychology has quite <laughs> it's come quite a far away than us thinking that our own thoughts are just from God above and that we have our own brain just firing synapses and Obviously, I'm not really this educated in that. I'm just reading a book about it, but I am so fascinated by our brain. Um, yeah, so I highly recommend reading that if you haven't already. Um, maybe the audiobook. It's like a thousand pages. So if you're ready for a really heavy book commitment or read fast, that's probably a good one for you. Um, what other news did I want to say? I guess... Now is the time to just be catching up on all of your hobbies, whatever that looks like. If you're into journaling, because I'm reading a psychology book, I have been journaling a lot. It just makes you find these dark corners in your mind that you don't usually venture down. And just thinking about the things that come up, if that word triggered seems to be a a popular word these days, but if you're feeling at all like something is disturbing you, I feel like it's good to just stop and take time to look into that. Why does it make you mad when someone chews with their mouth full? Well, or mouth open, because obviously your mouth has to be full if you're going to chew, or at least has to have something in there. But it's just, for example, if somebody is chewing with their mouth open and it drives you nuts, 
Why does that take you? Why does that make you annoyed? Instead of just being like snapping at someone saying close close your mouth or whatever it may be that bothers you, why don't you think about okay, well, why is that bothering me? Oh, it's because this, it's because that, it's because when I was a kid, this. And sometimes writing that down just to sort through all of that really, really, really helps smooth it out so that next time you experience something like that, you're not reacting the same way that you would have reacted if you hadn't taken time to just consider what the hell is triggering in your brain to cause you to have that reaction. Because obviously moving forward, we want to have less and less reactions to how things are happening and just be happy and content in what we are and moving forward in who you want to be and what you want to do with your life instead of being annoyed by average small little things that drive you nuts every day. Hey, traffic drives you nuts in the city. Maybe it's time to move to the country and find a quieter pace of life, even though that's not a very popular thing to do. I just think life's too short to be sitting around feeling mad and disturbed in your own brain when you could be doing the work yourself and getting it out and downloaded somewhere else, even if that means just two pieces of paper. Robin and I talk about this shit all of the time, but I don't know, find a counselor, find something that you like to do. Listen to, I'm listening to one called One Degree Revolution, how the wisdom of yoga inspires small shifts that leads to big changes. Holy cow, that's a huge long title. Her name's Kobe Kolowski, maybe. Um, but that's been an interesting lesson too, as well. I am almost done listening to it, which is probably why I didn't mention it on my other 50 different, uh, book titles I had there, but it is really interesting because she really says, if you have a a goal in your life to just shift your degree, one degree, like Robin and I have said so many times over, When you look at a trajectory of a spaceship, if they shift their trajectory, trajectory, not trajectory, even just by one inch, they'll be miles away from their first destination or they'll be exactly on where they're supposed to be by shifting that. So she just goes into details about how that one degree shift can really change your life and I just think that those are good things to remind yourself on, especially in times like this where we're all literally locked inside, unless you're able to go for a very quiet solo walk or run. And just think about your life. Think about what you want to change. Think about the things you want to remove from your life, add to your life, change in your life. It's not that hard. Baby steps are what always get us going. Um... Yeah, I think that that is all I can ramble because it has been 18 minutes, almost 19. Um, On a sad side note, just before we go here, I will be making a post about this, but all of beauty is going to have to close its doors until this pandemic blows over. I wish it wasn't the case, but a lot of provinces are actually shutting down salons and spas and all of that because it is literally impossible to do our work without hands-on, as you would obviously know. Um, I'm sad to be saying this, but I I don't want to put myself at risk or your family at risk by coming into your house. What if I'm infected but don't show symptoms and then you guys get sick? What if vice versa and then I get sick and then I'm going around to other people's houses spreading the disease? I just think that as everybody should, we should be trying to stomp this out as quickly as possible so that we can get back to normal life as quick as possible because... The goal is not to just 
get rid of the disease because that might be harder and a bit more of a complex thing. But the thing is to stop the curve of it going up infecting people. If we can neutralize that or decrease it and have no more infections, then we can go back to starting our a bit more of a natural life. So yeah, we're going to have to stop doing hair for a moment, but just know I'm using this time wisely as well for hair as for other stuff. There'll still be hair of the day every single day. And I'm writing actually a whole bunch of content for the website. So soon you'll be able to tune in there and just get a whole bunch of fun, interesting stuff. I should be able to start recording some yoga flows as well because my yoga classes naturally have been canceled. And so I'm not teaching for the next little while until all of this blows over and the gym opens up again. So hopefully I can get some of those flows out to you guys so you can start doing that. Um, yeah, I think keep busy, keep your mind off of how negative this could be and use it for some good. Use it for the time that you needed to have a break from all of life because that's exactly what's happening. So read, journal, listen to good podcasts, listen to some good books. Don't fill your head with dumb, stupid TV all day long because you're going to get sad and bored and stop scrolling Instagram. There's other shit to be doing out there. Get some yoga done, go for a walk, find your social distance, stay healthy and happy friends. And I will talk to you soon. I'm sure Robin will be right back with me shortly and we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.